podcast this is the season two episode four and my name is Risto I'm still Carolina hey hey and you can catch us on stickwithus.net and also in on in on in on social media social media (laughs) and uh, today we have again two topics what do we talk about today so today we're gonna talk a little bit about fashion like I said in the last episode uh it has been uh coming up uh generation x calling us millennials cringy because you know the young versus the older generation sorry to break the news it is too we are already the older generation <laughs> all right <laughs> and also we're gonna talk about work and what is it like for example to work in a different country and also some other issues, unrelated issues as well, like how companies don't take any accountability for the things that they do and so on. Yes, I think I mentioned in the last episode that we have stories about this and mm-hmm. and that still holds true because I think me, me in the IT sector have personally had experiences on all kinds of stuff but also heard about stuff and Carol in the in the teaching area of course you have also for example with the contracts and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that what I've understood that there's also these zero contracts yeah zero hour contracts so basically uh, not only I have been offered this in multiple occasions in Ireland and in Finland but also recently uh, a person that I know and it's very difficult because those places they don't want to tell you how many hours you're gonna work because they say they don't know it will depend on how many students you may have Mm -hmm. but the thing is that uh, they want you to be available every like all the time Mm -hmm without promising you anything so how how does that work for the two uh, you know of us because it seems that i'm not getting any benefit because i'm not free to take other thing other opportunities yeah and yet you don't pro- you cannot promise me anything but i still have to be available so this seems to be a very one way yeah uh, thing and in my personal opinion and experience i always stay away from this because i don't see you know any benefit for me personally yeah and and then of course my 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 acquaintance my friend she said that yeah i have to look more into this because it's not going to make any sense for me if i cannot take okay maybe i can it can be the zero hour contract provided that i'm free to take other jobs when you don't have anything to offer yeah it it is weird to think that uh, you get a job like you would imagine job being that you get paid certain amount from some certain amount of work that you do but the whole whole problem in my my view is that you 
are taking all the risks mm-hmm. of not getting uh, working hours and and the pay that comes with it but you're also not getting any benefits from exactly. like like for example if 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 they would allow okay uh, for example you can get another job on the side or or you will be guaranteed certain hours mm-hmm. for example if if they would say okay your base salary for example would be a thousand let's say dollars uh, a month and if you get more hours then it will rise to whatever it rises mm-hmm. but it's it seems that those offers that i've seen and they are also in it that mm-hmm. that you are only paid for the times that you are working okay that's fine but you don't know if you're gonna work zero or if you're gonna work i don't know a hundred hours yeah and that's that's like in the in the opposite side of the spectrum if you think bills come mm-hmm. bills are paid you yeah. money is money you cannot go to your rent agency and say i'm sorry i cannot pay this month because something or another exactly but i think that there's lots of those zero hour contracts the same way that's the outsourcing because of course it's beneficial for the company because they don't have to hire you permanently or even for a certain amount of time as a full-time person or even part-time really because there's less they have to pay for you you know basically you would be just like you said you just work you just get paid for the hours that you are are actually working and Mm. there's nothing else you know there's no pension or whatever i don't know exactly how it works because i have never wanted to take this kind of work and i think this is very dangerous especially like we were saying before if you are uh, an immigrant in a different country because sometimes i have this uh, feeling that uh I shouldn't be saying no to work, mm. you know, that they make you, they make you feel sometimes you are the ungrateful immigrant. Yeah. I, I have heard this a lot here in Finland, that if you don't do whatever that you're offered, even if it's really bad, you're just passing on work and that's really bad. So, so I think that's how many people are set into traps and, and, and that's why so many companies are able to get away with this at no accountability at all because people don't want to talk about it they are embarrassed or they are afraid they're not going to get another opportunity because you know yeah it's like i cannot say publicly that okay i'm passing on work when i really need work so the whole system i think benefits the companies and makes people less prone to to talk about it yeah and and when you see for example on linkedin when somebody talks about it because there was a huge case here in helsinki not not exactly helsinki but it was i think from from the either tampere or tampere or some somewhere else in eastern finland that the person was taking a job in in Helsinki and they were moving here and then all of a sudden oh we went with somebody else and then the person was like okay but how do I do things now I already quit my job I already returned my apartment so how how do I do things so 
how how is this possible that there's nobody taking any responsibility for this kind of things yeah exactly and and, uh, and of course now the current uh, let's say hot topic is the activision blizzard because there has been issues with uh, with the uh, discrimination and all kinds of rat boy culture but also that there has been uh, reports that people have been laid off and then on their place has been hired less uh, i don't know how to say it less experienced or less mm -hmm. uh, people who who ask for less money let's say it like or are willing to do the work for, for less, less money yeah and that's that's i think like there are laws obviously but for example it, with if you look at amazon and their their or walmart how they don't want unions for example mm -hmm. it's very clear that they don't want the people to i don't know compare uh, notes with each other or or they don't want like uh a protest that there's a walk out or mm. they don't want anything anything that okay we as a as workers unify against something that is wrong they want uh individuals against a whole company whole companies hr and the lawyers and all yeah. that of course and then i had work I, I worked once in a school that uh, we were protected by the teachers union but then because the school uh, director she was also a lawyer she knew how to circumvent the rules of the union so she could actually do things to pay us less money that were not exactly against the the rules against the laws because it was like she could find you know little like cracks that she could go around and then all of a sudden i was being paid 40 percent less and and then if you complain all of a sudden that you know you're not a team player anymore and they come with all the, that you know jibber jabber like blah 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 and then long story short after i complained maybe like six months later i was fired and i haven't done anything wrong i was just saying like hey you know what this is not right that you're giving me like almost half of the salary that i used to be while i'm doing the exact same amount of work yeah. nothing has changed so i think that's very difficult because I can only imagine me having this conversation here in Finland because this happened in Brazil. But I imagine that sometimes when you are, uh, you know, an immigrant, you feel less inclined to speak against this injustice mm -hmm. because you don't feel comfortable. You are afraid that somebody will kick you out, you know. And, and I think that's how I started getting involved with this kind of line of work because I'm not only teaching nowadays that I'm doing work with nonprofits as well mm -hmm. trying to help people get informed you know this is not right and we we can help you to find you know your rights and and go and have things done properly because mm -hmm. so many people are afraid to to call out this uh, bs you know 
yeah and even even as a as a native uh, Finnish people person I would say that it's almost like that uh, uh, not necessarily pride but the feeling you get when you are throwing away food that it's it's not it doesn't feel right for example that uh, what I'm meaning that for the example you said that if you decline work mm-hmm. because it feels like wrong or somehow that you are in the in the wrong because okay you have been looking for a job for six months now you have you know loans or something coming up and then somebody says here's a job for you and if you don't take the job it 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 sounds really weird it sounds mm-hmm. like you are very picky or you're some kind of like uh out of touch of the realities of life but that's not the case it's almost like saying that um, why don't you buy a car if you could buy a car well yeah technically you could buy a car and car is a great thing but you would have to understand that there are other things included in buying the car it's not just like in this example buying the car there's insurances there Mm -hmm. is like you do you have the license or something and in the job th- st- stuff is also the same if you are offered a job there are other things involved for example are you willing to work nights for example mm-hmm. or are you willing to relocate are you willing to change careers are you willing to take those zero hour works mm-hmm. contracts it's it's not like uh, so black and white as many politicians like to and one thing come on you guys say advertise the salary come on it's not fair that you are applying for jobs and you have no idea how much money you're gonna make at least in Ireland when you apply for jobs you could see from the get-go the yearly uh, income you would made of the salary here in Finland is almost like they want you to tell how much you you want to make it's like dude you have to tell me how much you're willing to pay me because you know it, it just doesn't make any sense I, I don't understand why this is not just out there in the open people need to know how much money they are gonna offer and the same thing stop you know unpaid internships Nowadays, so nowadays they already ask for payments for those. Inter- exactly. I was just reading today, and then if there's somebody from the U.S. Uh, listening to this, please like keep in touch because I read s- something today on Twitter that a person said they were doing a unpaid internship for college, and they actually had to pay tuition credit for an internship. Yes. So it's just like what. And you know, if a company cannot afford to pay an intern, they don't have an intern, mm. okay? People, like Christo said, people have bills to be paid. You know, not everywhere, like in Finland, you can study, you know, uh, mostly free education. Mm. And you know, you cannot just, if, if you, uh, it makes me very angry. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is that, Uh, if you cannot if your company cannot afford an intern then don't have an intern it's different when you have volunteer work because usually nonprofits can have volunteer positions that are unpaid because we 
and I'm saying this because I'm part of an NGO, we rely on funding and donations. So not always you can actually get, uh, you know, paid positions. But and then at least that is advertised as volunteer work, and you do you volunteer how much time you have, but then vo unpaid internship you're basically working day in and day out for free, you know, and sometimes they even ask experience. That it's mind blowing. Like why do you need experience for an internship if if they are saying we don't pay you, we pay with knowledge. Mm. It's, so it's like that good old fashioned example about. Uh, performing artists that uh, I, okay we have a band we we would uh, be willing to play for your wedding okay we the the cost of uh, the our gig is I don't know X amount and then the person says oh but you know what we can we can give you publicity or you can post it on your Facebook or something yeah. no no you cannot eat uh, publicity exactly oh boy this could go for a whole episode yeah. but then maybe let's move on to the lighter topic that is the we're going to talk about fashion and the the generation x calling us uh, not generation x oh my god generation yeah, z no, sorry okay. generation z calling us millennials cringy and and basically there is this whole debate now that you know everything we do is wrong everything we wear is wrong mm. apparently young the younger uh, crowds are saying that even having breakfast is cringy mm. you know so yeah it, 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 i think we were just like today or a couple of days ago looking for some new new clothes on and at least for me it it's it's very strange to see those things that were in fashion when I was young back in the day like 1995 now were, were now <laughs> like the hot sellers like I didn't know that those uh, women's shirt with the belly showing would be crop like top. crop tops would be like now and mom jeans mom jeans and stuff like and, and back in the day we, I, I used to have round glasses and the and the and the hair cut or right. middle part spread on the yeah on the middle and now I see like my my uh, is it like a nephew or your nephew yeah. nephew it's the same style and and it's like the shit it's like the real deal it's like high fashion well not high fashion but really in at the moment yeah and then they call us cringy but what they don't know is that they are wearing the same things we did when we had their age so it's very funny because it's like you haven't looked like an old picture of us because you know we may be cringy today but maybe the cringy today was the hot yesterday yeah, yeah. And, and I I think everybody knows these cycles mm -hmm. that for example uh, the the your grandfather's leather jacket that was in the attic for twenty years is now all of a sudden back in fashion. Mm -hmm. That for example, uh, same with uh, music. Sometimes if for example you hear a good song in some kind of new Marvel movie, all of a sudden people are listening to. Let's Zeppelin more and more, even though then then you find out these tweets like what was it that uh, 
Jay-Z or somebody saying like uh, uh, on Twitter oh, no no fan of Jay-Z was saying that oh he's giving Paul McCartney like publicity or something like that like like it, I still like to think that is a joke <laughs> yeah I, I hope so but it, it's it's like those things that there is a cycle of everything mm -hmm. and and with fashion I I thought that I was special and I thought that I uh, my fashion was separate from others or something but obviously it's not yeah and, and there is this whole thing because I see sometimes uh, teenagers out uh, you know outside and then they are dressing similar outfits that I did when I was their age and then you just like okay you you're not so original to be calling other people crap you know? yeah exactly <laughs> and that's the thing like uh, it's it's one thing to say that uh, something isn't fashion but to but to make like kind of fun of it that okay your things are like uh, old and you, you don't keep in touch with the fashion like just wait like you said just wait not too you're gonna long. get there yeah and it's with every generation like my father and his father ah oh, those young people don't know good stuff and then you did the same thing when yeah. you were a kid when i made fun of my parents because of their 70s outfits that my dad looked like one of the bgs <laughs> uh, and my dad would just say like hey that was the fashion in the back in the day and just wait just wait when you're my age then you know some young chicken will call you cringy and there you and go I, lo and behold 2021 i'm really really cringy because i like friends and and i have to say that i have seen the picture of your dad and your mom <laughs> next to a car yes. and i don't know about the fashion much but those cars those muscle cars you you will find like a shitload of channels in youtube even in netflix there are shows where they restore them and they go for like tens of thousands of dollars it, it doesn't matter if it's not like the high like i don't know mustang or whatever mm -hmm. but if it's a rare thing that has the original parts people will pay good money for it. yeah and you have seen that that specifically picture it had everything my dad was wearing like the tight polo shirt the <laughs> the bell bottoms and you know uh, boots and my mom was wearing you know the wrap dress and uh, platforms <laughs> so yeah. that was maybe i don't know 76 so it was the peak of that fashion like bgs and and then uh, Saturday Night Fever a little bit later. Uh, and I remember that when I was a teenager, maybe in the 93, 94, I remember that I found those clothes and I, I asked my mom, can I borrow these bell bottoms and, and platform shoes because they were back in fashion again. Mm -hmm. So it, it, I think those things, they come and go. Yeah, and absolutely. It's just like, you know, I think 
the young generation we were always called the previous generation you know oh my god you're so embarrassing yeah. but just wait you guys you just wait because i don't think they are listening to us <laughs> but, you yeah. know somebody will call them and, and maybe in 20 years and say oh my god how did you listen to billy eilish and you thought that was singing <laughs> yeah i know that the we are a little bit uh, light-hearted about the issue because at least in my opinion this kind of rebellious behavior belongs in those kinds of uh, years and i understand that you need to say your parents are such losers because oh my they, god you embarrass me so much yeah because <laughs> they, like e like you can you could have the coolest um, like insert uh, some famous person and their kids will say oh my mom they don't know how to use TikTok. Yeah, I think TikTok. there was TikTok. There you go, certified old people. <laughs> I think there was an interview. I think it was Paul Rudd, mm. the actor, that he said uh, because he did those skit, uh, those uh, skits uh, with Jimmy Fallon that he was singing some eighties hits, and then his teenage son was like, "Oh my God, Dad, how did you? Why did you do this? Oh my God, you embarrass me so much." So, yeah. you know, if Paul Rudd gets to listen to that and i think he's a pretty cool guy he has done cool stuff he's ant-man you know yeah it's not like uh, like i would more understand if it was opera singer or some kind of like a little bit like always a little bit on the minority but like like you said he has been in movies for for god knows how long in in big movies that and are now not, his yeah. marvel movie that so, is like so big pop culture yeah, it's not slice. even like uh, oh my dad is into movies or oh, it's in the silent movies in belarus like okay that's a little <laughs> cringy but like if it, it's in marvel movies like how, like come on yeah but you know that that's the thing like like you said it doesn't matter how cool uh, you are you know your your kids we we'll always see you as cringy and even if we don't have kids i have nieces so i'm already waiting for them to look at our pictures you know our family pictures from maybe i don't know the early 2000s that was notoriously you know dubious fashion let's just say it you know yeah. lots of uh, crop tops and belly showing they're gonna look and and say like oh my god how did you dress up like this yeah. and then we're just gonna say well it was the fashion back in the day so yeah. all things they they come around because that's how it goes do, do you wanna talk a little bit what we have for our next episode i think it's like a little bit of a first for our podcast yeah it's something different that we did uh, because next time it's gonna be uh, our first collab with another podcaster so just uh, let's just see let's just see how it goes wish us luck. and wish us luck because this is a and please constructive criticism don't yeah. do destructive criticism because you know we have feelings we're human yeah so we are all open for for like for example things that we could improve because god forbid we have a, such a small money invested in this that of course anything will help for yep. example with the sound quality or or well 
even more now that we're gonna do some kind of interview I will, I will research a lot but everybody seems to have their own way of doing yeah some people do on location some people use zoom or some people just like do mm. like normal voice calls and record that yes yeah. so just to tell you since you talked about it so this one uh, our first experience we used zoom so let's see how it is and well let's see we, no promises no promises so until next time okay bye